our society is not good at talking about our failures. In fact, failure is almost seen as a dirty word. Welcome to the Challenger Podcast. This is your host Peter Gay. I'm a Waterloo and Berkeley trained engineer working in the Bay Area. Now armed with an MBA from Haas Business School, I want to take on the world. But deep down inside, I'm struggling with anxiety about my career and my life. I'm seeking help by talking to some of the most extraordinary people that I have met, and let's find out together how they've navigated their lives. I've learned from their stories of how to persevere through the hard times and how to celebrate the good times. Hopefully, this can help you find an even keel as you're navigating your world. Hello, everyone. I have here with me my friend Hamish. A year ago, I was looking for ways to find clarity in my career. I was feeling a little bit of unease, self-doubt, and lacking motivation to really give my best. And、uh, my default reaction was kind of to withdraw and think about change. Luckily, I I wanted help. I sought help from a coach, and even luckier, I got matched up with Hamish as my coach, and he helped me a lot during my trying times. And I feel I do feel like I have a better grasp of my career, my life direction, as he guided me through this past year, and I am way better equipped to think about career and life changes in my future. So, Hamish, how's it going? Great to see you and talk to you again. Yeah, good to see you too. Good to see you doing well. <laughs> yeah, can you t- tell us a little bit about your your own career changes, your mindset, and thinking about transitions? Yeah, so obviously my job now is a coach, of which I focus around sort of three main areas. One is sort of career planning, career transitions. And then, more specifically, in skill space around leadership skills,、um, and the coaching world has traditionally been one at the executive type level because it's been expensive. But it's boomed in the last five, ten years. There are a lot of coaches out there now, and there are a lot of companies that bring in coaching sort of to everyone, right down to individual contributors. So、um, a lot more people, I think, are seeking out coaching to go get the most out of their careers in a variety of ways. Yes, I think there's also a.、Um... I guess I find this with myself is、uh, almost a little bit of a stigmatism in talking about、uh, ca- career, but especially on the challenges of a career. Everyone can start to talking about the high points,、mm. but the days where、uh, where we have bad days, bad meetings, bad arguments,、uh, it's really hard to share and、mm-hmm. to, to find a better way out. Almost,、um, mm. so that's another. Challenge I see implementing some of this. Again, at least our society is not good at talking about our failures. In fact, failure is almost seen as a dirty word. LinkedIn posts are generally people getting promoted or finished a course or、yep. got a pat on the back, whatever. No one generally gets up there and says, "I screwed up at work today," and man, I'm a dumbass. Right, like <laughs> that doesn't come up. Although recently, I've seen a lot of people announce that they did get laid off through a lot of the big tech company layoffs. But again, I would say the motivation there is probably I'm letting you know the state I'm in. If you've got anything to help, which is fine. But we, yeah, we we don't share our, our failings easily with others. And again, if you had a tighter group of people around you, you would share those failings and seek advice or coaching. Or brainstorm ideas of how to get get around it. That's an advice I'll I'll try to to practice and implement over time. I think it、mm. could be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so one thing I'd like yes. to add to just the emotional piece of the transition is, you know, a lot of people will look at a transition as final. Like I'm moving to this other company. It's pretty scary. I'm changing careers and that's the end. That's the destination. That ain't the destination. That's the next step in your life journey. There's no real destination. Very few. In fact, the destination is to end your career at some point. Your career will be over. Not many work until they're 100. And so then what's the point of what you're doing here on this planet? I know that sounds very deep and philosophical. I don't propose that we go answer that now, but the point is then therefore just if there's no destination, the only thing you've got to enjoy is the journey. And then I think tied into that, if some of those stepping stones along the way, of which there will be many, are failures, is that really going to matter in the light of the bigger picture? It might. Again, I'm not judging, but think of it as what you know. It's the old cliche, man. I learned so much from that that failure. You know, I was I was talking with a client the other day who had jumped to Facebook for a very high paying job, only lasted a year, and then jumped back to the company they were previously at. And they worry they're now looking to transition again in their career, and they're worried about what that looks like on their resume. And I said, like I said, that sounds like an interesting learning story for you and they did they went and learned that 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 is an industry they did not want to work in in fact they wanted to work in this other industry so might have been a failure but learned a whole bunch out of it was it catastrophic to their life i don't think so and i think you've got to break down what are you actually afraid of versus what are the benefits of this of this next chapter in your in your travels yeah so from your experience of looking from uh, looking at a lot of people making a lot of changes, what are some of the common pitfalls that people should take pause? If they think they're doing this, should just take pause and rethink because it might not be the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Some, what are some pitfalls that people make yeah. during this change? The big one is everyone thinks the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. <laughs> and oh, that thing's going to be so, so much better over there. And they get over there and it's kind of the same thing. It's a job there's a boss, the hours, whatever it is. And they haven't, again, spent enough time really thinking about themselves, looking inwards and knowing, what do I really want, right? What would it mean to turn up and really love what I'm doing day to day? And then going out and and seeking that. You said, you know, it was hard to go find a company that might align with your values or a boss even. I, I get it's not how they advertise the job. Through heavy networking though, you can start to get a sense of what companies might resonate with you. And and so the networking piece is just as important as getting to the interview piece where that's your exploration of what might be out there. And again, if you're sharing with your network, these are the kinds of values that I'm after in my career. These are the kinds of experiences I'm after. They might have clues that going, oh, I've got this other friend that raves about his company for these reasons. And, And again, as you tell your parents or you know, people outside the industry about what you're doing at work, you very rarely get into the details of the job functionally does these things. What most people say is that, oh man, I had a really great day the other day. It was super exciting at work. Or I'm so happy when I work with this team. This team's just such a great unit. We're like a family. Understanding that we, very few of us wake up each day going, my life's purpose is to go like 5,000 lines of code. 
my life purpose might be writing 5,000 lines of code in order to feel a high level of accomplishment in the day of productivity. And again, it's a feeling that we're after. If you like being part of a team, I like the security and the bondingness of, of friendship and family. I like working on cutting edge technology. I like the sense of adventure and excitement of not knowing what we're going to be working on next week. And so if my value is excitement and adventure, I can now go, what jobs would that entail? Well, it's not just cutting edge technology. It might also be working, um, you know, in a theme park <laughs> or, uh, or being a skydiving instructor or something else. So we can start to find out where those things are. I think one, one thing about that is um, if, for example, if, if people are trained from, say, high school and up to college, school to their first few jobs in training a certain stream a certain industry you know, a certain function that function like say engineering it is is their life definition or like hi i def i see myself as an engineer so anything other than that to me is means like i am then throwing my identity away mm. whereas there could be some better match of my values out there which is not an engineering job but if I went for that, it would also throw away sort of that that kind of identity away. Um, so I guess like that could be a really big hurdle to overcome. Yeah. Absolutely. It is part of your identity. It's who you are. It's how others identify you. But let's just say you've changed jobs five times over the last decade. You've done engineering functions and it doesn't really matter what company you're in. It's just not happen for you you've you've lost that spark it is challenging you you're going to have to shed that identity and put on something new but let's just say you've gone and got trained in something else to to discover if that's what you want to go do just as you know i've done let's say moving into coaching my first year or two which i'm you know i'm still feel like i'm i'm still learning as a coach but my first couple of years you just feel weird even just introducing yourself to other people as I'm not an engineer anymore, I'm a, I'm a coach, feels weird. But like a piece of clothing or a brand new pair of shoes, they don't feel very comfortable for the first wee while. You've just got to keep going and it, it'll it'll feel better as, as the more time you spend in it. Um, or yeah. if it doesn't, then you've found something else out about yourself. This also isn't for me and I need to keep my my journey going in different spaces to go find something different again. And again, is, is that uncomfortableness so bad as the status quo? Might not be. But at some point, I think it's going to be, you know, the, the classic thought is, you know, a whole lot of people on their deathbed, you know, I, if only I'd done this or tried this or followed my heart or things like that. Um, we've heard all these stories so now we're in the moment of it. How do we do it? <laughs> and, and, and should we do it? And, and again, don't try and do this by yourself. Get, get some help. Get some people advice. However you feel best moving forward. Talk to people about it. Find others that, you know, doing what you're doing, Peter, finding people who have changed in their career and, and how it's worked for them. And, and I think the other thing is, is just acknowledge it will be hard. It's okay. And you might struggle. And you might not be as good anymore at your job until you've spent some, you know, your new career, let's say, if, until you spent some time at it. 
have the compassion for yourself that you can fail for a while. Support yourself. Put mechanisms in place to give yourself uh, a pass if you're not doing as great. You know, just as you would have come out of engineering school, the, the, the bar was low and you made a bunch of mistakes and you started getting really, really good at the job. Likewise, with your new career, it will be the same thing. But we may not have experienced any kind of day-to-day failure for quite some time. And that might feel weird. I think that this this kind of summarizes into this other book I've read is about the, the growth mindset. Is focusing on obviously not not focusing on failures, but I think of these as series of challenges, and this would be a new challenge that you can take on, and you will grow uh, if you put the effort in and allow yourself to learn from it, and maybe remind yourself like you started this with a good reason, and uh, you should try to see it through. It's inevitable to be difficult in the beginning. Yeah. Mm. And I think the other piece is don't think of, oh, I went to university and spent all this money and my, you know, and, and studied for years and, and did all this stuff. And I've kind of just, oh, I'm just throwing that all away now. Um, that's not really true. That whole journey again has set you up for a next chapter in some positive way. And so you might be leaving certain skills behind, but other skills perhaps around people skills or teamwork skills or organizational skills, all those sort of things all accumulate and can feed you into the next thing that you're going to go do. So it's not totally sunk. It's not to- totally throwing, throwing away who you are and your past. No. Just leveraging those and see how you can make a different future. It's, it's, it's stacking on top of really. Yeah. And, and it's just adding to this richness of, I've got all these things that I can now go do. It becomes an interesting story. At least in my opinion, yeah. Um, you know, you wouldn't want to eat at the same restaurant every single day. We we variety out, we mix it up. Um, but then we also, you know, there's there's a sense of the failures in our life are actually some of the better stories. It's kind of a boring story, you know. What I I, I jumped careers. It was super easy. I kicked ass at it and <laughs> super successful. That's a really boring story. A more interesting story is. I didn't quite know what I want and I went exploring and found this and tried this out and that didn't work. And I tried this again. And that is the story of a lot of companies in the Bay area. A lot of people everywhere uh, have, have done this. And so there's a sense of this term admirable failure. It's, it's good to go fail. It makes you stronger in character. It makes you more interesting. It's, it's not a failure in the sense of your life is now a failure. You just, this thing did this one bit didn't work out, but most of the other stuff did. Yeah, that's really good. That's actually very, very encouraging. I like it a lot. Well, thanks so much. This is a lot to, to think about and um, really appreciate the words of wisdom from your years and actually engaging with lots of people in similar shoes. So thank you so much for this. My pleasure. Go get a coach. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Challenger Podcast with Peter Gang. Hamish showed us that failure can be good. If you're thinking of switching jobs or careers, know that you're doing something really hard. But congratulations, you're taking control of your life. Cut yourself some slack. 
if you've recently switched jobs or careers and you're struggling a little bit, don't be so hard on yourself. You had the courage to take on a new challenge in your life and some missteps are to be expected. You will learn and become a better person because of this new journey that you're on. One of my favorite poems is called The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. I'll recite the last few lines here. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Reach out to Hamish if you want to get a deeper dive into how to navigate your work life. You can find him at greenfieldcoaching.com. Remember, it's never too late to reflect back on the obstacles you've overcome, how much you've grown, and how much you have yet to do. We encourage you to take some time to prioritize your well-being and find your inner peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please comment and subscribe to the Challenger podcast. Join us for the next conversation about challenges and triumphs in life.